This is Life After a Coma, Living with TBI, a podcast about traumatic brain injury. My name is Nicole. And my name is Brandon. I had a severe traumatic brain injury that changed my life, and I want to shed some light on one of America's most common killers, head injury. Traumatic brain injury deaths in 2014 numbered just under 57,000. ER visits and hospitalizations were at 2.8 million. Millions of people are living with TBI and don't even know it. Join us through injury, recovery, and a return to a new normal. Okay, we are back. And today I want to talk about how do I know... If I have a brain injury, (laughs) I think that this is huge. I see this question so often in the Reddit, the subreddit, uh, TBI. I I hear this so often from colleagues and friends and family that, you know, know of my personal story on Facebook or whatever. Um, They come to me and they say, Nicole, oh my God, I I hit my head. Am I going to die? Am I going to have to go to the hospital? Like, what do I do? Um, It can be scary. Brain injuries are very scary things. Um, especially like if you have kids and they were out playing and they went and they got a welt on their head, you know, or maybe they hit the table too hard. Oh, should you be panicking? When should you panic? When do you know for sure that something is badly happening? I just want to preface this with if you're ever so worried, just go talk to your doctor, go to the ER, go to, um, the doctor and ask them to run some tests don't just sit back and say, oh, well, Nicole said, no, don't do that, please. (laughs) Be safe. Go get your advice from your doctor. But I hope that today you'll learn a little bit about what to look for and when to panic, when not to panic, and uh, what's common, what's not common, and so on and so forth. And hopefully it helps you. Okay, so let's get started. There are short-term symptoms. And then there are long-term symptoms. Um, Short-term symptoms are just immediate changes in this person. This is same day or next day or within the week or within two weeks of having a brain injury. These symptoms can crop up. It's not immediate for everyone. Brains are so interesting and intricate that not everyone's the same. Everyone has different pathways and different things that happen. But some things that you can look for, look out for in a mild TBI, which includes concussions, headache, obviously. But this is really like a headache that just doesn't go away. You know, let's say you hit your head and 12 hours later you still have a headache. That's probably a really big red flag, right? Maybe even five hours later you still have a headache and you normally get over it right away. It's probably very important for you to go get seen by a doctor. Fatigue. I think fatigue is so underwhelmingly talked about and not a whole lot of people know what fatigue means. Let me just describe it to you. Uh, For Brandon, as an example, he is good for one mental task. And if that one mental task is doing a budget or getting the mail or taking the dog for a walk and training the puppy, right after that he has to take a nap. They, I mean, I'm sure everyone at this point has the idea of what a spoon theory is, um, but imagine that I, as a regular person, have 20 spoons. He may have three or five for the day. Getting up, getting dressed, 
remembering to take your medicine, um, all of those take a spoon. And by the time that he gets to, okay, I'm dressed, I'm ready, I've had breakfast, I took my medicine, what's my task for the day? He's either got one or two spoons left. I think that's the best way to describe it. If you see that um, your kid who's usually rambunctious, they hit their head yesterday, but they're barely able to make it downstairs and they can't they can't even get through one school lesson today because everyone's working from home and doing school from home but you notice that they're just they're out of it they can't even keep up they they're slurring their words and they're just like falling asleep while talking to you or trying to pay attention to the screen that type of severe fatigue is the fatigue that is talked about in brain injury even with a concussion and I'm not even, I haven't even talked about trouble sleeping, but with the fatigue, there, come, there comes trouble sleeping, right? So if you've got fatigue throughout the day, now you're not able to sleep throughout the night. So you might have issues with your circadian rhythm. Um, you might find yourself up in the middle of the night at 1 a.m., whereas you used to sleep a solid 9 or 10 hours, you can now only sleep a couple hours at night because you're sleeping through the whole day. Uh, light and noise sensitivity is also a big one. People with migraines know what I'm talking about, but it comes along with headaches, right? If you've got a headache and you've got a migraine, light and noise sensitivity are huge. If you're unable to stand light and loud noises, you're overstimulated and it's just too much for you, that can also cause fatigue. Um, if you know, I'm listening to a podcast and it requires a lot of my attention. Um, I'm not going to want to also hear TV noise or music noise or dogs barking or people having a conversation. For somebody with a brain injury, it can make them very irritable, very irritable. And irritability is a symptom. Being irritable with just all of the things that are happening. I can't pay attention. It's all super duper loud. Just everybody be quiet. Stop talking to me. Um, and this goes along with mood swings. If your kid is usually super cheery, if your husband or wife or whoever it is that in your life was is usually super cheery and, and sociable and, you know, they're the life of the party. If they're suddenly um, just overstimulated by sound or light conversations and they're irritable because they can't keep up with everything um, and they're having mood swings because they're frustrated or angry or whatever it may be that's a huge red flag all of these are connected all of these come into the same thing of I'm not able to pay attention I have a reduced cognitive speed I have memory problems whatever you told me 30 minutes ago gone completely. Um, I can't pay attention for an extended time period. I can't sit here and watch a movie because I'm going to fall asleep because I'm so tired or I just get frustrated and walk away or I can't pay attention to the class when I used to be an A student and now I'm failing everything. Um, all of these things, all of these things go along with a concussion or a mild TBI. Um, and these are short term. These are severe <laughs> these are severe traumatic brain injury symptoms as well but these would be short term for mild tbi and short term is well if you hit your head um pretty hard and you got a concussion 
you might see these start to decrease. You, and I will repeat myself, you may start to see these decrease over a period of six months. That's a mild traumatic brain injury or concussion. These symptoms could come and go and they might get worse, they might get better. If you don't eat a certain day, if you have too much caffeine a certain day, a mild traumatic brain injury can cause all of these things. Um, some things I haven't talked about are vision problems. If you've hit your head pretty hard, your um, eyes, your, what are they called? <laughs> I'll think about it. You'll have dilation problems. You'll have vision problems where one eye will be fully dilated and the other will be a pinprick. You'll have balance and coordination problems. It could be related to the inner ear. It could be related to vision or both. Um, but balance and coordination problems are huge in people who've had a mild concussion or a mild traumatic brain injury. Um, you may have nausea, which goes along with balance and coordination. You also get nausea. Um, it could be mild or severe nausea in the car. It could be nausea sitting up, sitting down, laying down to sitting up or standing up could cause severe nausea. Um, moving suddenly from left to right could cause nausea. Um, all of this is connected, right? All of these things are the same, same area, I guess. The same, There, it's not like, oh, I have a mood swing, I think I have a TBI. No, you're having a mood swing because you're irritable because of the light and the noise. You don't, you can't sleep at night. You're constantly tired. You have a headache that won't go away. I can't seem to focus on my computer screen because I have decreased cognitive speed and I'm having memory problems. I'm always nauseous anytime I sit up or stand up and sit down and stand down too quickly. I can't get in the car. Those things you can't just come and say, well, Nicole, I have depression and anxiety. Do I have a brain injury? Probably, probably not. I mean, you really have to look at the whole picture, right? Um, but as I was saying, this could take several months. And I think that people think, oh, I just had a mild concussion. They, it's so downplayed. And it really, really shouldn't be. I think that people should take concussions more seriously. Um, if you go to the doctor and they... They diagnose you with a concussion and you're like, oh, okay, great. I'll just take a few days off work and then I'm fine. No, I think you should go to a neurologist. I think you should actually go to somebody who knows brains. Don't just go to your primary care doctor. Go to somebody who knows brains, who knows what they're talking about. Have them do a full diagnosis with you, a symptom, rundown, and they will be able to help you either with medication or with rehab some people will need rehab for mild concussion or mild traumatic brain injury. Um, it is what it is, you know? You, you can't just go from 0 to 100 after hitting your head on something. And it should never be expected that, you know, I was in a car accident. I was in the hospital for a few days. I broke some bones. They told me I had a concussion. But after I left the hospital, I just went straight back to work. I don't think that that should be acceptable anymore. I think that people should be able to take at least a month off after any kind of a car accident that gave them a concussion because you really don't know 
if you're dealing with a coup contra coup type of injury until you speak with a professional, an actual neurologist or psychologist or psychiatric person or somebody who knows brains can look at what happened to you, can look at your CT, your CAT scans, whatever, you know, they can look at all the scans and put all the big, big picture together. Um, I think a lot of people would be surprised that their concussion is a lot more than what they thought it was. It's not just, oh, I hit my head, I have a headache, but now I'm fine. No, it, it is so much bigger than that. Now, I hit my head yesterday on a tree branch. I'm very short. I'm 5'3". I don't often hit my head on branches. <laughs> I usually just don't even look up because I'm I'm so short. I usually just go cruise right below them. But the other day, I did hit my head on a tree branch. And it hurt. It hurt really badly. It hurt my ego more. Um, but I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, ow. Like, it really hit my head. What happened after that? Like, oh, my, do I need to go to the hospital? No, of course not. I'm okay. I just, my pride was more injured than my brain. Your skull's actually very thick. And there's a lot of fluid surrounding your brain to protect it. Um, a gentle bump is not all that awful. However, if I was going full speed on a bike or some rollerblades and I hit the same tree branch then not, and not wearing a helmet, then yeah, I'd probably have a concussion and need to go see a doctor. Um, okay, so if a person is losing consciousness or if they blacked out this is a more serious brain injury and that could be anything from 10 seconds 20 seconds 30 seconds to a couple minutes couple hours or days right now we're talking coma um this is a severe traumatic brain injury this is half or more of your cognitive abilities completely gone or decreased severely um that irritability, the nausea, the cognitive speed, the concentration, all of those things, vision problems, headache, fatigue, all of that doesn't just go away. It just kind of gets a little bit easier to deal with for the next two, three, five years. And, and every brain injury is different. Um, Brandon, when he had his brain injury, he was in a coma for about two weeks, right? And when he started waking up, going and learning how to walk and talk and do everything again, now we're two years later and he still got his nausea. He still has irritability, light and noise sensitivity. He still has fatigue and headaches, balance and coordination. It's just a little easier for him to deal with. It's just a gradual recovery over time but it hasn't gone completely away and we don't expect it to, right? That's something that is different for everyone and every brain injury is so different. Every recovery time is going to be different. Um, but I think that it's important if you know the types of brain injuries, uh, you know what sides of the brain, what kinds of injuries to the brain there are, you can have a more realistic idea, a more realistic approach to rehabilitation, into recovery time period um but i also wanted to let you know that if if you have a severe concussion or a brain injury and 
let's just say you lost conscious for a good couple of minutes, you really won't know what kind of brain injury you're looking at if you don't get seen by a doctor. You really won't. I mean, there are people out there I know for a fact that they fall off a ladder and they black out for a few minutes, you know, and then they get up and they, I'm fine. I'm going to go about my day. Um, I'm not going to go to the doctor. That's why there's so many people in America just walking around with brain injuries, with constant headaches and trouble sleeping and vision problems, and they just, you know, they suffer quietly. I mean, one problem is our healthcare system. Yes, I think if our healthcare system was different, uh, more people would be diagnosed. Um, but the other thing, too, is just ignorance. People don't know that these things can follow you for the rest of your life, you know? A simple knock to the head or losing conscious for a couple of seconds in the movies, it's, you get up and you go about your day, you're in a coma and you hop right out of bed a week later like nothing ever happened. Um, that, that perspective and perception needs to just change. It just needs to change because it's not realistic. Um, one other thing I wanted to say is these the symptoms of a head injury, it can occur immediately or it can occur over time. So you might hit your head and then a couple days later, now you're not feeling so great. Now you're having problems with memory and cognitive speed or you're having issues with your vision a couple days later. Why is that? What happened? Well, it could be um, you have some blood clots that are developing, you know, at a slow pace. You could have some bleeding in the brain that um, is not like a burst, you know, artery, but it's just a collect, a very small dribble of just blood pooling in the brain, causing some issues to your memory, and to, to your concentration and attention span and causing vision problems or hearing problems. Um, these can happen over a span of days. I know for a fact when um, Brandon had his skull replacement ther like surgery, they did it the one time, came out of the OR and he was doing fine talking, you know, on uh, pain meds, obviously super drugged up, but talking and doing fine. Not even 24 hours later after that, when I went to go visit him the next day, he wouldn't wake up. He was just decreased ability to speak, to pay attention, suddenly unable to hold a glass of water. And the nurse was asking me, Are you, is this how he normally is? And I said, no, something's wrong. I don't know what happened, but this isn't, I mean, we've come a long way in our recovery up to this point. It's, yeah, this isn't how he was yesterday. Well, it turns out he had um, bleeding in the brain. The, the brain wasn't, uh, they, you know, they had a uh, hose attached to the wound to drain out the extra excess blood from the surgery. It wasn't doing it properly. So I know for a fact that, you know, he came out of surgery fantastic, like a champ. He had to go straight back into surgery so that they could drain out all of the blood and make sure that it was draining properly because that blood was putting pressure on the brain and it was causing those memory and cognitive speed issues. Um, so if you're having 
issues a couple of days later. It could be that you've had some minor bruising. It could be that you have some severe bruising. But anytime that you're having any symptoms and they're all correlated to an, a head injury, you've got to go to the doctor immediately. If you look in the mirror and you see that your, um, your pupils are dilated at different types, or if you notice that suddenly I can't walk in a straight line and it's like I've been drunk, go to the doctor. Because you don't know how serious it is. If they didn't catch Brandon's um, brain bleeding after that surgery, he could have died. He would have died, honestly. He would have had a stroke. And even after all of the recovery we did at that time, it wouldn't have mattered. So it can creep up on you. Um, Usually it's like right away that these issues happen. But after a couple of days, a week or so, you know, it can develop. It can get worse. It can get worse within a few hours. It can get worse within a few days. Um, Sometimes you'll see mood swings maybe even two weeks later because of fatigue and sleep trouble just be aware of what's happening the more that you can educate yourself on what to expect or what to look for the better off you're going to be the better off you're going to be able to help your loved one the better off you're going to be to be a caregiver be a parent or even to just look after yourself like if you know like i had a horrible bike fall I hit my head on that pavement so hard. If I'm having some very bad issues in the next couple of hours, in the next 24 hours, I'm going to go, I'm going to like make sure somebody knows to come check on me or whatever it is. And this is what they should be looking for. Chances off, you're just going to be better off. You're going to be so much better off. But regardless, I hope that this helps you. I hope that this brings some insight on what to look for, what to keep an eye out for. Um, Please, please, please be safe. Do not disregard any symptoms that you may have from a brain injury. And whenever in doubt, go to the doctor, go to the doctor. I cannot, I cannot stress that enough. I cannot stress that enough because you just, you never know. But hopefully, you know, the next time you bump your head on a cabinet, you don't panic. (laughs) You know, you're going to be fine. Or, you know, if your child runs into the the wall, you know it's going to be fine. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. And until next time.